الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له الرزاق ذو القوة المتين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله المبعوث رحمة للعالمين بلسان عربي مبين فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فإن من اتقى الله وقاه وأرشده إلى خير أموره دينه ودنياه أيها المؤمنون عباد الله أو سليز الله سبحانه وتعالى إنديد عبادة إنديد عبادة is something that is beloved to Allah Azza wa Jal and indeed our ibadah our worship is something that makes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala happy and it is our ibadah our worship that differentiates us from other religions from other groups and from other people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Many a times people they ask what is the purpose of life? Why were we created? And different people they give you different answers. But as a believer, as a mu'min we go back to the book of Allah azza wa jal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I have not created mankind and jinkind except that they worship, except for the worship of Allah azza wa jal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sent anbiya to different nations. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا أَنِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاجْتَنِبُ الطَّاغُوتِ Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, that indeed we send to every nation a messenger. And every messenger, they came with the same message. The messages never differed. Whether it was sent to Bani Israel, whether it was sent to the people of Nuh, whether it was sent to the people of Lut, the message was one. It was a universal message. And this message was, Allah, worship Allah Azza wa Jal. And stay away from false deities. Stay away from false gods. Do not render your worship to other than Allah Azza wa Jal. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولِ إِلَّا نُوحِي إِلَيْكِ إِلَيْهِ He says and we did not send any messenger before you O Muhammad but that we inspired him saying that each messenger they said to their people La ilaha illa that none has the right to be worshipped Ana fa'abudu so worship me meaning worship Allah who Azza wa Jalla our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ayat the verses with regards to this and mentioning this type is many in the book of Allah Azza wa Jalla our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know that our ibadah that our worship is the head it is the asas, it is the foundation of sa'ada, of happiness. And it is the way to falah, to success. And know that the worship and ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it brings happiness to the slave in this dunya and in the next. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if one looks at the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we look at a verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says to us in Surah Al-An'am, قُلْ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةِ وَنُسُكِ وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ That say, O Muhammad, Indeed, my prayer, that salah, that we do, and my nusuki, yani my sacrifice, wa mahya wa mamati, and my life and my death, it is not for anyone else besides Allah Azza wa Jal. I don't dedicate my salah to my parents, or to my boss, or to my spouse, or to the sahibul of the qabr, or to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No. My ibadah, it is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that our ibadah, it consists of amal, it consists of actions, and it consists of ta'at, obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that our ibadah, our worshipping of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the obedience, the ta'ah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is not constricted to the four walls of the masajid. Sometimes people, they have the misunderstanding that I'm only a Muslim in the masjid. Once I leave the masjid, then I'm not a Muslim anymore. Then I don't need to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But come Friday or come the day of Eid, then I'm in the masjid. This is a wrong understanding of ibadah. This is a wrong understanding of Islam. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is attached to ibadah? 
what is attached to our worship is that we have worship which includes our qalb, our heart. We have worship that includes the lisan and we have worship that includes al-jawarih. As for the ubudiyah, as for the worship with regards to our heart, then this has to do with our iman billahi ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, لَيْسَ الْبِرَّةِ أَن تُوَلُّوا هُجُوهَكُمْ قِبَلَ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ That piety is not that you face the mashriq and the maghrib, that you face the east and you face the west. But what is piety? وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرَّةِ Man amana billah that you worship and you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders us to believe in him. Wal yawmil akhir and that you believe in the last day. Wal malaika and you believe in the angels. Wal kitab and you believe in the books. Wal nabiyin and you believe in the prophets and the anbiya. So this is your iman. This is our iman. Iman is not based on what I feel iman to be. So today I'm dedicated. Today I make dua to Allah Azza wa Jal. Tomorrow what happens? I feel I don't need to make dua to Allah and I render my dua to someone else. My sacrifice Sacrifice to other than Allah Azza wa Jal. This is not Iman. Iman is to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He also says to us, وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالْإِيمَانِ فَقَدْ حَبِطَ عَمَلُهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ And whosoever rejects the belief in Allah Azza wa Jal. Whomsoever rejects to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his actions is null and void. And in this year after, in the year after, he will be of the khasiri. He will be of those who are the losers. So it is always important, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with regards to our iman, that our iman needs to be in conformity with the Quran and with the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as was taught by the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah be pleased with all of them, which was sent down generation after generation. And this is known as understanding the Qur'an and the Sunnah ala fahmi salaf al-salih. That understanding the Qur'an and the Sunnah upon the understanding of the pious predecessors. Many people claim to follow the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Many people read the Qur'an. Many people speak about the Qur'an. Many people speak about the Sunnah. But the understanding is not based on the understanding of the first three generations of Islam with regards to the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And this is why we find 
This is why we find us as an ummah in the problems that we find ourselves in today. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and know what falls under ibadah is all our actions with regards to our heart. Min al-a'mal salihat from good actions, wal-af'al and doings. And know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that doing worship and ibadah, it is a benefit in this dunya and a benefit in the year after. And what enters or what comes under the topic of ibadah as well, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is ibadatul lisan worship with regards to the tongue and of the greatest utterance that one says with the tongue is la ilaha illallah that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah la ma'abudu haq illallah and that Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And after this, your adhkar, tilawat al-Quran, these are all aspects with regards to one's tongue that we utter the words of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We recite the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with various adhkar which was taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And also what is more important with regards to the tongue is al-amr bil-ma'roof wa-nahi anil-munkar. That we enjoin what is good and we forbid what is evil كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ That you are a nation take out, taken out of the whole of mankind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala handpicked us. And what is our purpose and what is our job? Our job and our purpose in this dunya is to worship Allah and to call people to the worship of Allah. And it is to enjoin what is good, al-amr bil-ma'roof, wal-nahi anil-munkar, and to forbid what is evil. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what comes under the topic of our ibadah is with regards to our worship with our body parts and our limbs. That we pray our salah, that we go on Umrah and we go on Hajj. That you do your Udhiyah. That you pay your Zakah. This is all Amal that has to do with your Jawarih, with your limbs. But O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, many people they only understand Ibadah to be this. But there's another part of ibadah that many of us have neglected. Or many Muslims don't take heed of this. 
And this is for example your ibadah with regards to dua. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ad-du'a huwa al-ibadah. He said that dua is ibadah. وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ أَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ But yet you find people that they don't take the dua as serious as it should be. That they call to other than Allah Azza wa Jal. They call to the Ashabu Al-Kubur. They call to people that cannot aid them with something which only belongs to Allah Azza wa Jal. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ أَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That when my slave asks you, then say that I am close to them. أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ ذَا دَعَانْ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي And let them call out to Allah. Let them ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is near. And for indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers the call of the caller. Every single day, more than 17 times a day, we utter Iyaka na'budu wa Iyaka nasta'in. With what? With this lisan, with this tongue. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what also comes under ibadah is ibadatul maliyah. It is the worship with regards to money. In the sense that I need to pay zakah if I'm by the means or I reach the threshold of zakah. What falls under this is to give sadaqah. What falls under this is to give sadaqah. Whether it is a little or whether it is a lot, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not look at how much was given. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at what intention, whether it was a little, whether it was a lot. How was it given? Was it given with a clean heart? Or was it given, you know, it's just become a burden on me, let me just give. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions, and he says to us in the hadith, وَلَسْتَ تُنْفِقُ نَفَقَةً تَبْتَغِي بِهَا وَجَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا أُجِرْتَ بِهَا حَتَّى لُقْمَةَ تَجْعَلُهَا فِي فَيْهِ إِمْرَأَتِكَ the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions and he says that you would never incur an expense seeking there with the pleasure of Allah. So you spend your money, whether it's in sadaqah, whether it's buying something for a friend, whether it's buying something for a family member, whether it's buying, someone, buying something for someone that is poor, but you spend and you seek the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, but you would not be, except that you would be rewarded in the year after, even if it is a morsel of food that you put into the mouth of your spouse. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, spending on your families and spending on your friends, it is not a burden as some people think. But spending on your family and spending of your friends is of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Khadija radiyallahu anha, when she passed on, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
a time after her death, he slaughtered a sheep and he distributed it amongst her friends. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what comes under spending is never ever neglect your parents. Never ever neglect your children. Sometimes we find that my parents, they have a good job. Or my father is wealthy and my mother is wealthy. So I don't need to spend on them. And whatever I have earned, it is because it was of my hard work. And it is at times like that that we need to pause. It is at times like that that we need to realize that who put me through school? Who put me through university? They didn't have to send me to UCT. They didn't have to send me to a college. But yet they sent me and yet they paid for my studies. So know that your parents, they have a haq. And your family members, they have a haq over you. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with regards to understanding our ibadah, with regards to understanding our worship, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then under this also we have hukukul insaniya, the rights of fellow human beings to treat people well. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, اِتَّقِلَّا حَيْثُ مَا كُنْتْ وَأَدْبِعْ سَيَّاتِ الْحَسَنَةِ تَمْحُهَا وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ That you treat people well. That we should not be someone that is known to mistreat people. And yes, sometimes we have a bad day. Sometimes we don't feel that well. But we should try. We should try and treat people well. Treat people with kindness. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that all of our mubahat, all our things that we do that is not compulsory on us, that is not sunnah on us, even our day-to-day chores, if we do this with a correct intention, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changes this into ibadah, into worship. So for example, I put on my shoes. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught us. For example, I'm walking in the road and I see something in the, on the floor and I remove it. So these were taught in the sunnah. But then there's something else, for example, I have a daily routine. That I make tea in the morning, I make coffee in the morning, whatever it might be. But now, instead of just pouring the water, I start making adhkar. I start remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So something that has just become a norm now becomes what? It becomes ibadah. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with regards to our ibadah as well. Remember to read the book 
of Allah Azza wa Jal. That they shouldn't go a day by where we don't read the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A question was posed by one of the companions to Mu'adh ibn Jabal. And he asked him, how do you recite the Qur'an? And Mu'adh ibn Jabal, he replied and he said, I sleep in the first part of the night. And then I get up after having slept for the time devoted for my sleep. And then I recite as much as Allah has written for me to recite. So I seek Allah's reward for both my sleep and for my prayer. Again, everyone sleeps. But with a correct intention, we get rewarded for our sleep. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that our ibadah is something, as I mentioned at the start, that differentiates us between other nations, other religions, and other groups. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us success in this world and the next. أقول هذا قول واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله العظيم الإحسان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد أيها المؤمنون اتقوا الله تعالى أو سليز الله سبحانه وتعالى فيا الله سبحانه وتعالى and be God conscious of Allah عز وجل O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with regards to our ibadah, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will not accept our ibadah except that there are two conditions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given and laid down two conditions for worship to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا وَلَا يُشْرِكْ بِعِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, that whomsoever hopes for to meet his Lord, let him work righteousness and associate none as a partner in worship with Allah. So as for the first ingredient, as then this is that we must have ikhlas and sincerity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That all my ibadah, all my worship, whether it is salah, whether it is dua, whether it is fasting, whether it's my tahajjud, whatever it might be, that it is only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why if you read some of the narrations of the pious predecessors, then you will find that some of them, they would wake up during the night to pray their salatu tahajjud, but that their own spouses would not even know that they left the bed. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should be aware of how we speak about our actions, of how we speak about our ibadat. 
As for the second ingredient for ibadah to be accepted, then know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has to be in conformity with the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as he mentioned, that whomsoever introduces something into this matter of ours which is not from it, then it will be rejected. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that know that innovations and bid'ah, it is a grave sin in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in forgiveness and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep you steadfast. Hada wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akumullah ala Muhammad ibn Abdullah.